Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Calvary Life DFW's weekly podcast. We hope that these messages encourage and inspire you in your personal journey with Jesus. Enjoy the message. If you're the same person in the same situation you were in five years ago, something is wrong. You need to die better. Come on, turn to your neighbor and tell them to die better. Die better. It says we need to die daily. Every day we need to die. Die of the flesh. Die of the old attitudes. Die from those old behaviors. Every day we must die. Kill the flesh. Become more like Christ. We should be in transition every single day. Every single day. I'm tired of being in the same situation I was in last week. I want to change. I want to get out of that situation. Amen. I know that I need to I need to seek the Lord. I need to become more like him. Right. If I'm not transitioned, that means it's if I'm not transitioning, that means something is holding me back. And it's usually me. Yes. Right. So we need to die better. God's always moving. God's always moving. Some some of you may be praying for certain things, uh, uh, waiting for a prayer to be answered. God said, I already answered that prayer. You just need to catch up. He says, don't, don't miss my next move. Don't miss my next move. It's going to be big. It's going to be big. You have to catch up with God. Some God might already answered your prayer. We just need to catch up to him. He says divine acceleration is taking place in your life. As you move into the next season, God is manifesting his greater plan for your life. Come on, don't lag behind your destiny. When God shifts we must shift. We must become a master of transitions. Come on, are you with me? Yeah. We're going somewhere, right? We're going somewhere. If, so if you will, just turn with me to Isaiah 46. We're going to start, um, let's start in verse, verse 9. Verse 9, it says, Remember the former things of old, for I am God, and there is no other. I am God, and there is none other like me, declaring the end from the beginning, from the ancient times, things are not yet done, saying, my counsel shall stand and I will do all my pleasure. I will do all my pleasure. So this is God speaking. He's trying to get us to understand transitions. He's, he is saying, he's teaching us to know the end from the beginning, yes. not the beginning from the end, the end from the beginning. He's trying to say to us, it stops with Christ. Christ said, it is finished. So what is that saying to us today? Before you even get started, you have already had the victory. You've already won. You've already won. Am I alone this morning? That is so exciting. No matter what season that you're in, when you begin a season, you've already won. It's done. It's finished. You already have the victory because God died for that. Jesus died for that victory. Jesus died for your victory. Jesus died for your season. You already have the victory. Every new season is a new story, and at the end, you will win. It's already done. So you need to know the end first. Because when you know the end, it takes the pressure off the journey. You know you're going to win no matter what you're going through. If your life 
is in God's hands. If you truly given your life to him, I mean like everything, all of you. When you know that your life is not yours, whatever you're going through, you will come out of it better. That's how God operates. You will always come out of it better. Amen. That's why the book of James says that I count it all joy when I, fought, when I face trials. Like, get excited when you're facing a trial, no matter how difficult. It's, isn't that like, it just seems like silly, right? Like, why would I rejoice if I'm going through bad times? Because God is up to something. He's doing something. He is transitioning you. Amen. He may be transitioning your heart. And he, he replacing your heart with something, with peace or joy. He's transitioning you. Oh, I'm excited this morning about transition. Is anyone else excited about transition? God is always moving. He never stops moving. Amen. He's calling us to, to, to catch up with him. Amen. Watch his next move, he says. Watch my next move. Isaiah 14 24 says, the Lord of hosts has sworn, saying, surely, as I have thought, so it shall come to pass. And as I have purposed, so it shall stand. So it shall stand. God's will will prevail. His will will prevail. So I'm going to give you three keys in mastering transition, and then we're done. Three keys and mastering transition. You ready? So the first one is your obedience must trump your excuses. I didn't say it. I'm just the messenger. He told me to say that. He gave me this message. Your obedience must trump your excuses. Right? Excuses are just delayed obedience. Delayed obedience is disobedience. Don't you get really aggravated when you tell your child to do something and they have a delayed response to it? They actually tell you to wait, to wait a minute. Wait, I, I have to do this right, right now. I have to do this. It's like, it's like what you say is kind of negotiable or what, what you say is op optional. And you say to yourself, well, they don't have the authority to say wait. How I am the parent. This is my home. How dare you say wait a minute. Do as I say now. It's the purpose why I'm telling you to do this. I'm not really asking. I'm telling you to do this. So it's kind of annoying when they have a delay response. They, 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 you know, they don't, they don't obey you right away. Like you have to tell them like 10 times, do what I ask you to do. Our Father in heaven is the same way. He looked down at us and he looks like, he looks at us and he says, do what I ask you to do. Why is your response so delayed? You don't have the authority to tell me to wait. Do it now. Delayed obedience is disobedience. So our Father's looking at us, just do what I ask you to do, right? 
Right? So, God, so we give God some of these excuses like, okay, God, well, let me, when you ask us to do something, let me, let, me, let me think about it. Or let me pray about it. Pray about it? To whom? <laughs> God is the one telling you to do it. What's to pray about it? You know I'm right, right? When God tells you to do something, well, I need to really pray about this. No, you, he's answering a prayer. He's telling you to do something. Do it now. Do it now. What, it is, what is it to pray about? So most people say, well, let me just check in with my fears. I need to, I, I need to get approval from my doubts. Then I, I'll get back to you. I'll, I'll get back to you. Right? Because sometimes those fears and those doubts are the ones that drive us, that drives our decisions. And God is the one that's telling us to do something because he, he has a plan. He knows what he's doing. He's setting you up. He's wanting to bless you and others around you. So he doesn't want our obedience to be delayed. Do it now. If your life is truly in his hands, he's saying, I want you to obey me now. Right now. When the creator, when God tells us to do something, he expects us to do it. Now, the Bible says in Psalms 119.60, I will hurry without delay to obey your commands. This is the New Living uh, Translation. I will hurry without delay to obey your commands. Delayed obedience brings delayed results. There are times when the answer to a person's prayer depends on our obedience to God. Don't expect God to obey your wish if you don't uh, obey his commands. Right? Listen to this. Delayed obedience can cause us to miss the rewards of obedience. But if we simply do as he asks, we will continue in, his, in the riches of his blessings. Obedience trumps excuses. Yeah, your excuses will not change the will of God. God's will will prevail. Uh, Moses had all the excuses. God's telling him to go talk to the Israelites in the book of Exodus. Go tell them that I'm setting them free and all this is going to be a new season for their lives. I'm sending you to lead them. So go tell them these words. And Moses was like, God, I, I can't speak. So after a few times, God's like, no, don't worry about it. I send someone else. But you still go. <laughs> I sent someone else to go speak with. It didn't change the will of God. For it's like he still, Moses still had to go. He was still the guy. So you don't want to talk? All right, I send someone with you. But you still have to go. It wasn't really about speaking with Moses, but really about him not doing what God's telling him to do. It's really the fear of just doing that, what people would think of him and all that. You, he still had to go. He still had to face this opposition. He still had to do what God told him to do. Amen? Like Jonah didn't, didn't want to do, go where God ca called him to go, right? And so what happened? He got thrown in the sea, right? He got swallowed by a well, right? But even death couldn't circumvent God's will. Like, you ain't going to die. You're still going to do what I said for you to do. Pulled him out of that well, and he still went. <laughs> Even death will not circumvent God's will. It doesn't matter. When God speaks it, it will come to pass. It will never, ever return to him void. 
God's not going to change his mind. So whatever he's calling you to do, he has not changed his mind. It will still be presented to you. Amen. So you must do what God's calling you to do. Obey him now. Our obedience must trump our excuses. Oh, if I had a little bit more time. Jeremiah 42, 6 says, whether it is pleasing or displeasing, we will obey the voice of the Lord our God to whom we send you. It may be well with us when we obey the voice of the Lord our God. So a question. So what has God told you to do that you haven't started doing yet? What are you waiting for? All right, second one, second one, second one. Second key uh, in uh, trans, uh, mastering transition. You must end well. You must end well. No matter what season that you're in, no matter what relationship that you're in, no matter what job you have, you must end well. Why can't endings be a blessing? Because we think of endings sometimes with uh, broken relationships, loss of a job. When we think about endings, it's, it's kind of have a, a, a negative um, Im impact on us, right? We think of bad break breakups and things like that. So why can't endings be a blessing? Someone's endings can bless others. Mm. Amen? But every, and Pastor Pete talked a little bit about this last week, every new beginning starts with an ending, mm -hmm. right? So I'm 49. Amen. And so I know I'm, tur I'm turning 50. I'm already preparing for 50. You can call me old all you, all you want. That's, that's fine. All I know is my 50s and, this, and my 60s are going to be the best years of my life. Like I'm, 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 ready. I'm already transitioning, right? I'm, I'm already letting the 40s go. Like in my mind, I'm like 50 already. So when you start teasing me, Ben, you know, and all, all those people start teasing me out there, I'm just like, it's all right. I already transitioned. <laughs> I've already accepted me being 50. Right? Because I'm excited. I'm excited about what, what the new season is going to bring. I'm excited. It's going to be the best years of my life. Sometimes you just have to prophesy that over your life. It's going to be the best years of my life. I'm ready to go. I know the Lord is going to do some big things in my life. I'm ready for it. I'm transitioning already. So to become masters of transition, we must understand in life there are endings, there are waitings, and, and there are new beginnings. And they are crucial uh, uh, for our, our spiritual journey. There are endings, waitings, and new beginnings. We must understand that, and we must end well, right? We must wait well, right? We must start well. Are you with me? See, the Israelites struggled with endings and waitings, right? It was hard for them to let go of the past. And then when Moses went up to the mountain, they couldn't wait for him to come back, so they built a golden calf, right? So they had a hard time with endings and waitings, and they wanted, they wanted things now. They, wanted, they neglected the process. It says, those who wait upon the Lord shall mount like eagles, Right. So so the endings, endings are very important because something has to change. Right. Some people just don't like change. Yeah. Right. They dread change. 
So they say it's better to be miserable where you are than to make a change, to make a change. You cannot have, I believe Pastor Pete said this last week, you cannot have a new beginning until something ends. Right? God is trying to do a new thing in us, but the, we won't let go of that old thing. That old thing keeps getting in the way. Most of us want the old thing at the same time. Right? But you can't have doubt and faith at the same time. <laughs> it, just doesn't go, it just doesn't go together. It's a double-minded life. Yeah. Right? You can't have doubt and faith at the same time. It's, your <laughs> prayers would never be answered. Because which, which one? Which one? <laughs> like, which one do you believe in? Do you have faith or is, or is it doubt? Right? So what is it time to let go in your life? What new thing might be standing backstage waiting to make an interest? Okay, third and final one. Third and final one. You must be faithful over little. Matthew 25, 23 says, his Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter in the joy of your Lord. See, God gives us certain responsibilities in his kingdom, right? He gives us assignments. Our first assignment may be small. It may appear insignificant, but we just have to serve well. We have to serve well, because if we can serve well with little, God would give us many. God would give us bigger. God would give us better, yes, right? Yes. You must put your all in every God-given assignment. You must put your all. See, God uses small, assi God uses small assignments to transition us into who we are becoming, He's uses, he used those small assignments to transition us to who we're becoming, right? See, Jesus was a carpenter transitioning into our Savior. <laughs> David served well as a shepherd boy. Then he transitioned into a king. Joseph served well as a prisoner, then, transitioner, then transitioned into the ruler of Egypt. They served well in those small assignments and then God transitioned them into who they were designed to be. We must serve well where we are, no matter what the conditions are, no matter what job that you have, no matter what, what fam, uh, family member, what person God puts in front of you, you must serve well, right? What small thing that God's given you to take care of, to be faithful in? See, don't expect God to give you a better job if you aren't faithful with the one that you have. Right? Because if you can't handle conflict on that job, right, you won't get another one. Because there'll be more conflict. Why would God give you a bigger job with more conflict if you can't handle the small job that you have? You can't handle the small conflict that you have. Right? Maybe resolving conflict may be your, um, part of your promotion. Right? See, so so you keep applying for the, for, for the uh, same jobs. You keep applying for promotions, keep applying for jobs. But all you're going to get is the duplicate of the one that you have because you're not ready for the bigger and better one. 
Take care of the small things that God put in front of you. It's not insignificant. God's watching us, right? He's looking to transition us. Amen? We, we have to know that. We have to be good stewards of everything that God's giving us. Again, it does matter if your life is completely in his hands. If you truly, if your life is truly not yours and his, then you will understand this concept. Right. You will understand that I need to be a good steward of everything I have, everything that God's given me. Right? So we must be faithful. What small assignment has the Lord given you to put your all into? So we're going to transition into the next part of our, of our service. But I want you to remember these questions, and I want you to ask, uh, ponder these questions and meditate on them and I truly ask God if we can put up we have that slide of, of the questions because I want to make sure that that you you get these questions and I want you to to go home and to really uh, pray about those things and and so the the first question I asked so what has God um, told you to do that you haven't started doing yet what is what what is it time to let go of your, in your life? What new thing might be standing backstage waiting to make an interest? What small assignment has the Lord given you to put your all into? We hope this message was impactful to you. If you would like to hear more, please remember to subscribe. For more information, you can visit our pages on both Facebook and Instagram. God bless you and have a great rest of the week.